everybody, we're back. We're back. Welcome to the podcast Cluster Fudge, or as Carlos calls it, the Cluster Fudge Podcast. We're back. <laughs> so, I'm here in Orlando. And I'm here in Chicago. Yeah. And we are here to discuss all things geek. Those of you that are fans of Stranger Things, we're not talking about Stranger Things today. There'll be a future episode for that, <laughs> a thorough one. But I'm not a tease. Well, I'm a, I'm a Stranger Things tease. I'm not an 80s tease. If you're fans of Stranger Things, then you'll recognize that one of the fun little things about it is the, the 80s nostalgia. And actually, the clever and adroit way that they do it without doing it over the top, like if someone made a great comparison, like if you compare something like that to something like Pixels, where here's a Rubik's Cube, 80s things, Stranger Things does is very subtle about that. I'm talking about that because I wanted to get into the 80s because what we're actually going to talk about is another movie in production based on a novel called Ready Player One. And Alan, since you've recently read Ready Player One, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? You have a main character named Wade, and he lives in a somewhat dystopian future where he lives in a trailer park, but here in the future, trailer parks are built vertically. They stack trailers on top of each other. And yeah. he's definitely in an impoverished situation. He's being raised by his aunt and her boyfriend, and he does not like his home situation. And mm -hmm. in this future, they use virtual reality everywhere. It's particularly yeah. useful for education. People go to school online. People live their days and nights online inside this big internet virtual reality environment called... It, it, yeah, it is the internet. Yeah, it's yes. like the new internet. The, the internet, and they, they refer to it by an acronym called OASIS. Yeah, and I know the breakdown of the acronym. It's ontologically anthropocentric sensory immersive simulation. Yes. So blah, 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 Oasis. Oasis. So he <laughs> sneaks out of his uh, trailer on a regular basis into an abandoned van and hooks up his recently acquired old used laptop to the internet, to the Oasis, and that's how he lives socially, that's how he conducts uh, education and such. And the thing is, is the person who invented the Oasis died several years prior to the when the story takes place, and he created a contest. And he left various clues within the Oasis that if you can solve them all, you win his fortune, you win control of the Oasis, and that's what people were trying to do for years. And then they gave up because it was just too hard, they didn't think it was real, it, why bother? So at one point, while Wade is in his virtual reality class, he makes the realization of what the first clue means. And he turns out to find this place that looks like a Dungeons and Dragons lair from one of the books and he explores it. The final quest in that dungeon is he has to play against the avatar of this person who invented the Oasis and he has to play a game of Joust and he defeats him at Joust because he and his friend were completely immersed in 80s trivia. So they learned mm -hmm. how to play Joust, they learned all the stuff that this guy used to love and that's the key on how to solve this big puzzle inside of the internet and it's really now, fun I, I imagine like when you think of because he has to do several things like this and i imagine when you think of things like joust 
think of it. I mentioned the movie Pixels. Think of the way Pixels, you know, translated these into three-dimensional things. So, like, Joust is a 2D arcade game, mm -hmm. but he has to, like, basically, I guess, get on a bird. Isn't there a bird in Joust? Well, and there is, he but he's not physically getting on it. He's actually oh, playing so. at a virtual console. So it's as oh, if I he's see, literally see. playing the stand-up arcade machine. That's what's physically being uh, emulated there. So oh, he is okay, playing the two-dimensional thing. Oh, I see. So you yeah. don't think there was a three-dimensional like uh, no. reflection, like that? He didn't get. He had, didn't have to get involved with. So, no, yeah, because so multiple times in this, multiple times in this, you're trying to emulate this guy. Uh, his name is Holiday or Halliday. And James Halliday. James Halliday, and you're trying to emulate his past because he loved playing arcade games. And he had yeah. lots of fond memories of going to this pizza place in Ohio and playing arcade games there. So he wants people in the virtual reality to know what he felt like playing these stand-up arcade games. So Joust was the first thing he has to conquer. Many levels later on, he has to play a game of Pac-Man, but he has to do a perfect game. So let's 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 break down. Let's go through this story. So okay. we already went through the it's a dystopian future. It's 2045. Yeah. Food shortages, crime, life isn't worth a damn. It sucks. That's why people escape to the oasis. Double meaning. It's a it's a way to get away from the world, which is shitty, including for this guy. Now, this guy, our our lead man, who is uh what is it? Wade Owen Watts, aka yeah. you know, W O W. Right. Wow. Wow. So you got a little World of Warcraft kind of maybe right. uh, you know, tip of the hat there. Yep. His uh, his uh, handle, his virtual handle is Parzival. Mm -hmm. uh, and he goes to school in Oasis too, like Alan said, because you know, you don't get, get bullied in uh, in the virtual school. You can just mute the bullies and ignore them and you can look like whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Now the Oasis actually looks like if you were to look at it from the outside, it would look like a Rubik's Cube, a three by three by three grid. Within it, more three by three by three grids. Mm -hmm. So that's the way. It's basically a ginormous cube with a plethora of different worlds. Think of for every game, for every fantasy fictional universe, they could create a world like that on Oasis. A vampire world, a Saved by the Bell world, a Transformers world, like Cybertron could exist. Mm -hmm. These are the kinds of things that they have created in Oasis. So it's kind of like, you know, his. it's not a mistake that his name is uh, initials are WLW because Oasis like functions as like a utility, but as well as like a role playing game where you gather points and that's how you collect money, you know. But you need to start with a little money so you can earn the level to where you can start playing for more points and translate that into credits in the world of Oasis. And that's kind of like where Wade is stuck because he has no money, so the only thing he can really do is visit the school world. Right. Um, now, in school, because of the, if you're, if you're going to an Oasis school, the schools are all on one planet, and it has a name, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but the name is kind of a clue mm -hmm. of, the, uh, of the, the, the school planet, and there are a bunch of schools, and they each are like in their own, like, I don't know, 100 square miles or something like that. They each have their own little space, 
and they're identical. They're all identical. And you can go to any one school. And Ludus um, is the name of the school planet. Ludus, yeah. So he goes there. He has a best friend that he goes there with. You could, like for history class, you could go to virtual tours of ancient Egypt. So Oasis is actually pretty useful yeah. as far as education. And it's free. Any citizen can, you know, go to school for free in Oasis if they opt to do so. So it's kind of like charter school-ish, but not really. Right. Um, and love to know, like, what teachers decide to, like what teacher would want to teach in real life when they can teach in Oasis, you know? Sure, yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess they have to have the equipment. You know, and he learns, but he also, he's like focused on figuring out the Holiday's quest. Uh, he's one of the... The Gunters. Or, the Gunters. Egg Hunters. Okay. Gunters, yes. Yeah, so... So in the Dungeons and Dragons lair is when he... Uh, does this game of joust. Once he finishes the game of joust, he encounters someone he's had an online crush over. They confront each other, and that's their first meeting. So that's his romantic interest he meets there. Yes, I think that's Artemis. Yeah. With a three for the E. Mm -hmm. Artemis is a romantic interest. Who is the... Uh, oh, H. 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 And H is his uh, best friend, who he finds out at some point is not a dude, but is a woman. Yes. Um, That's like right, towards so the end of the book, he finds this out. The, the whole book, H is referred to as a man, and H refers to herself as a man because she just doesn't want to explain herself. Uh, but she's yeah. a lesbian, so she wants to relate to someone who also is interested in women, I think. Yeah. Now... You have to understand that Halliday's clues are basically stuck in the 80s. So in order to, and I mean, there's no clear idea of like what part of the 80s pop culture, yeah. nerd pop culture, but it's like nerd, like geeky, nerdy stuff mm -hmm. that he would like. So there's It's very no open-ended. I mean, like literally it he, could be anything. You could interpret something an infinite number of ways, even within yeah. his little sect of interest. And so I could see yeah. how that could be supremely frustrating to the world yeah. as a whole. Yeah, imagine one of the two guys from Weird Science, uh, Gary or Wyatt, and the stuff they would like. And then you have to research and watch all of that. Right. All the TV, watch all the TV shows, play all the games, listen to all the music that they would like in their nice little Illinois John Hughes uh, world. It's exhaustively time consuming. Right. And you, I, I had to kind of suspend my disbelief uh, on like uh, there being like even companies that are going as far as to like, you know, well, actually companies make sense because then they can compartmentalize the research. Your movies guy, your music person, because because this guy's supposed to be going to school, and by all accounts, he's not a bad student. He's just in Oasis 24-7. Yeah. 24-7, that's his life, and that's how bad the world is. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, that's how antisocial he is in a way, because even within Oasis, you can still hang out with people, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, you're if you, like, memorized every episode of Family Ties, you know, there's something wrong, dude. Mm-hmm. That you're doing that. That's a this is a dick move by James Halliday, if you may. And and it's like James Halliday's like, well, anyone can find it as long as you like the stuff that I like. And it's like right. you're a dick. Yeah, very You could have given you could have given that to a trust mm -hmm. to execute as you see fit for the betterment of mankind. Instead, you're just like whoever wants it, so an asshole could get it. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't even care. James Halliday doesn't even care. No, very much it. a very narcissistic thing to do in your in your final days. Yeah, yeah. And there's a company called I think it's called IOI. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the big, it's the, it's the American online of this world. It's like the big internet, the main internet hoster, mm-hmm. like the Monopoly internet hoster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they host Oasis, but for some reason they can't get into the code and figure out how it works. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, or they can't own it, which is weird how Oasis is something that can be owned. Right. Um, well, not Oasis, but all the money. But basically you find out that whoever wins gets control of Oasis, basically. Right. Um, and they can shut it down if they want which is also a dick move well they could make it a pay service you know oh yeah ioi could make it a 101 ioi whatever they could make it that's what they want to do they want to make it a pay service and it's already not great you know it's not like free you have to pay it's freemium dime you yeah it's freemium but it's like you know you think that they're like well we should charge for school why do we have to waste space with this free school crap Mm -hmm. You know, like, what, what's the plan? Like, you know, why? They just want to charge more, basically. Yeah. Like, we can get more money. Too much stuff is for free in Oasis. Mm-hmm. Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Wade gets the first clue, and he runs into Artemis, and she's like, who the hell are you, and how did you figure this out? Um, and then she warns him not to go public with his true identity. Right. She's like, listen, don't. Don't do that um, because this is groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Like for five years, there's been like a high score screen that's had nobody on it. And now five years later, someone shows up, you know, it's like it's like decoding one of the one of the genes in the human genome. You know, it's like, oh, we figured out how this works. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gives her a tip as he walks away about where the stand like, you may want to try it this way, standing on the left instead of the right, mm-hmm. or something like that. Because um, that's what he does to win. When in he the would game, play H at Joust, I think he would always be player two. And so mm-hmm. he played as player two against the Halliday avatar. And so he started to get better. And, like, apparently that was a cheat. Like, if you play as player two, the game's a little bit easier. And by the way, once he breaks the seal, you no know, spoiler, they're going to solve this puzzle within a few days. Like, not days, but within several months they're going to solve it. Because, like, once one person figures it out, I guess everyone gets interested in again and they can figure out kind of where he was. Like, well, let's I think track down fi- this person yeah, and Yeah, they is. figure out that he's a student age. So, like, well, it's probably on the student planet and so yeah. they started scouring the student planet for anything that was unusual and then they finally found hey what's this freaking weird temple in the middle of the forest doing here and so then yeah. they just started bombarding it that way and it's clever because the way he gets to it because he can't just travel there it's far away from his own school which is so strange to me that it's like you're limited in where you can travel in this virtual world mm-hmm. which is like I'm glad that IOI spoilers didn't get it uh, who knows he may have put a tax he may be a bastard we don't know uh so anyway he because there's a school school game there's a school away game right at a place that's like about like a 30 minute to an hour run mm-hmm. from where he needs to go and he can go to the away game for free right he does a smart little like uh thing to get to it which was cool mm-hmm. so then another like he goes to the next thing which is a recreation of holiday's old town and at some point he encounters a war games poster Mm-hmm. And then he basically has to go into it and do the entire movie War Games. As Matthew Broderick's character. As Matthew Broderick. So it's basically like a guitar hero, but it's movie hero. Right. And he has to get, you win if, you know, it's perfect if you can nail every line in the way that it's said 
yep. in war games. Yep. So the cadence and all the lines, and that's mm-hmm. perfect. So this dude has seen war games enough right. to know every line. I can't even do every line in Back to the Future perfectly. <laughs> right, sure. I would probably get 65 70%. I've seen that movie a ton. And mind you, I could, I could write down every scene mm-hmm. in order. Right. And if given like a week... I could probably come up with a good part of that script, mm-hmm. but not like now. We have to do it right now. Right. It's in real time. Some people's minds yeah. are like that, though. I mean, some people can just recite verbatim much oh, better than other touched? people. I think that's part he's of touched. it. I think it's part of it. I mean, like anyone who's a gunter is touched. Well, he in that's, particular. Anyone who's a good gunter well, so, is touched. Obviously, these people that went through it, they had to do it multiple times. He's the one that could do it just the once. Someone oh, went through war games saying. like, oh, I failed the first time. I got to review war games again before I do this again. Okay, so the media freaks out that someone found the, uh, the two people have found the copper keys. They interviewed Ogden Morrow, who was the partner, Halliday's former partner. He's basically the, uh, what's the name of that dude? Wozniak. That Steven Jobs. Steve Wozniak. He's basically Wozniak. Yeah. And Halliday is basically like a less hip Steven Jobs. Steve Jobs, Jobs I guess. <laughs> Jews. I like Jews. You like it, but it's not his name. Um, yeah, now, Wozniak, I'm going to call him Wozniak. Okay. He doesn't like IOI. Right. And when he says he doesn't like him, they cut off the feed because mm-hmm. they control the media. Yeah, they like run that's CNN. The we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so IOI you know, is so powerful to... that they come after Wade personally. Oh, yeah. They... Because they cheat. Because yeah. you're not supposed to be able to know the private information of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that they can do. They yeah. can't control Oasis, but that they can... Oh, we know who you are, Mr. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Is this Wade Wilson? Watts. It's Wade Watts. Watts. It's Wade Watts. That'd be great if it was Wade Wilson. <laughs> and H is like, oh, that's awesome. Why didn't you tell me? And then he, you know, he tells H. He tells his like friend and he tells this girl that he doesn't know, but that he likes. Mm-hmm. And she's not even flirting it out of this dude. He just volunteers it, which is how hard up he is. Go to the Ryza planet mm-hmm. on your thing already and take care of that. Because you can't be giving up secrets, player. Right. All right, but they accidentally, uh, you know, reveal sensitive information, him and H, in front of a douche named Irock, and he lets other people know. So that's how that kind of opens, mm-hmm. and two, including these two Japanese dudes, which are kind of cool, and they're working right. together, and they're virtual brothers from another mother. Yeah. They're not really related, IRL. So IOI, the world. they find Wade, and they, they basically entice him to join their cause of trying to find the egg. Because yeah, they send them like 5,000 messages. Yeah. We need to talk. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro. Hey, Wade, call me. Yeah. Wade, where are you at, homie? Wade, can you call back? Like 5,000 of yeah. them. They sit him down in a, in a little virtual business meeting room. And yeah. the guy, the head of IOI says, look, here's all we'll offer you. And he's like, mm, no. And then he's like, okay, here's our, here's our follow-up offer. Join us or we'll murder you. And there, and he says yeah, like, and it's a good offer, by the way. Yeah, everybody, it's an awesome offer. But his, he has philosophical issues with what they do because they, the the true gunters basically consider IOI a bunch of little bitch cheaters because they just have people and they're using these people and they basically have these people sign contracts. They're like, if I find it, I will give it to this company, and they don't like that crap because that's cheating mm-hmm. because they have like all these resources. So he's like. Uh, you're offering me so much stuff that would make my life so easy, but I'm a 
teenage douche mm -hmm. kind of you know because come on you should he should have taken the deal so no i'm not gonna take your deal right. and then like alan said yeah we're gonna kill you we've hooked up explosives to the high-rise trailer that you live in and i've got the detonator in my hand right now so let me know well, i think he uses he uses trigger words like his mom or his dad his dad died in a like because he was stealing stuff uh, he was pulling a jean valjean i think okay. and his mom died of an overdose and he kind of like invoked one of them and that pissed wade off and he's a teenager so he's like fuck you dude i'm right. out and and wade uh, knows that at the time he's not in his trailer he's actually in his abandoned van, van. His out, HQ. Like about a mile or so away from where the trailers are. Yeah. So he's actually safe from this threat. But Wade is like, there's no way they're going to do this. They're bluffing. Well, flash forward to a couple minutes after he gets off the phone with these guys off of the Oasis. Takes off uh -huh. his headset and he hears an explosion. And sure enough, they blew up the freaking trailer park. Yeah, they blew up the stack. They didn't just blow up, blow up his trailer. They blew up this stack of trailers so a bunch of people just died, yeah. including the only family he had. And he really didn't care for him. It was kind of like the, Durs the Dursleys from the Harry Dursleys, Potter. right. Yeah, but he didn't care about them, but they were his family. Well, also one of his neighbors. One of his neighbors oh, was nice a sweet, sweet lady. old lady neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. That he used to pump for information because she was like a teenager in the 80s. Right. But she was also a nice old lady. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure she would have given them ginger snaps if she had food, but they only have. So she did offer him food like soylent eggs or something. Soy eggs or <laughs> soy, something like that. They're soylent food, eggs are people. No, no, with more people. No. <laughs> it's the people that gives it the flavor. Mm. Uh, so he tells H and Oasis that his house got blowed up. IROC took the deal, and okay. he told IOI where to find the copper key because he's not stupid, mm -hmm. and now he's a rich guy. Congratulations, IROC. <laughs> uh, and the Sixer ships have taken over the school planet of Ludus. Mm -hmm. And this is a thing. Sixers, I guess, are the IOI uh, gunters. Right. They're called Sixers. I forget why. Something to do. Uh, anyway, they um, they take over Ludus, the uh, the plan. And by the way, Ludus is Latin for something, and that's one of the clues that led Wade to figuring out that the thing was on Ludus. Plus the idea that well, if anybody would have been able to find it, it probably would have been on the world that anybody can go to right. at some point in their life. And the end, plus James Halliday is trapped in this this arrested uh, development of being a teenager, I guess. So, of course, he's going to let a teenager do it because that's responsible. Anyway, they take over the school planet and they make a copy of it and they just transfer all schools to this copy without the, you know, the castle or whatever, the fortress, the hidden fortress. And, and then they basically make it so that no one else, after the few who have made it through that first key, can find the copper key. So they're cheating little bitches mm -hmm. is what they are. And this is what they do. Whenever they discover a new thing, they lock it down yep. and they're like no one else is going to find it's so only the people that have already gone through well they've got all it, the, which is a small the, group. the premium extras right they've got like shields and wizards and all this stuff that can once they figure out oh this is the location they like they can find every single bit of geek multi-powered item that they can just repel people from trying to replicate the success they've been having. Yeah, so H calls a meeting of the, the high five, which are the five people that have the high scores yeah. 
like the only five, really. These are the only guys that are going to uh, have a chance of winning now that uh, IOI is involved. And that includes the two Japanese brothers, Parzival, of course, our hero, H., his friend, and Artemis, the girl that Parzival that likes. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about forming an alliance, but they really don't want to team up, really. And the two Jap- Except the two Japanese guys that want to do it together, but they're like, no, we're okay. Right. But thank you. Uh, but they do, you know, they get the warning. These guys blew up my house, so be careful, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're not they're not screwing around. Right. After that meeting, shortly thereafter, the Sixers unlock the first gate on Lutus, and IOI makes it look like the explosion was, was a meth lab mm-hmm. explosion. Parzival gets a lot of endorsement offers because he's like the Michael Jordan of Oasis now. Right. So he decides to cash them all in. He's like, yes, I'll take your offer. Yes, I'll take your offer. Mm -hmm. I'll endorse your product. And his virtual reality avatar does it. Not him. He doesn't have to physically do it. And he figures out a way. He's like, put the money here Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get tracked back to him, which I guess it doesn't matter at this point. But it's hard for me to believe that IOI couldn't figure out Mm-hmm. Where this money was going and kind of stop it, mm-hmm. but whatever you think. Well, they I would. think he creates an, an alias to go under. He finds a place to actually live, so he starts paying yeah. rent in a city like just outside of where IOI happens to be, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. So out, just uh, like somewhere in, uh, he goes to Columbus, Ohio, with where they're located, and he buys an apartment. He changes his look, turns his name to the lead character from the show Max Headroom. Mm-hmm. And he decides to not go out again until he figures out the second key. But he gets distracted, you know, having fun with Artemis. Mm-hmm. And they're just having a good old time in the Oasis. So there's all sorts and of so stuff. Like, it, yeah, he develops his relationship with Artemis, and then they break up. And, like, there's a big party that's held by the Steve Wozniak character. And then the IOI agents crash it. But the Steve Wozniak character has, like, some mega powers, so he can repel them all, brushes them aside with his godlike powers. It's like, that's good to have. Okay. Now, he goes, you know, way he goes, everything he does in Oasis is his parsable. So he goes in this Frankenstein car that's a mix of the DeLorean from Back to the Future, Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters, and Kit from Knight Rider. Because, you know, you could buy, again, this is a world... And if we haven't made this clear, this is a world where any fantasy thing can be recreated. There doesn't seem to be any licensing issues in this world, which is one of the things that, one of the reasons why I thought that the movie would never be able to be created, except for maybe by the Lego people that seem to have found a loophole <laughs> with everyone, as long as it's in Lego. But mm-hmm. I thought that there's no way they can make this movie because it has too many intellectual properties, too many IPs from too many different sources. The licensing alone makes this, really this world impossible, unless these are all just like knockoffs. These all have to be generic knock well he paid for it so i guess you know that's okay if he pays the you know whoever owns the license and i guess that's how he gets away with it because he can make an x-wing fighter or battlestar galactica you know just as long as you have the money and and it just it baffles me like how they price things in this virtual world i just don't you know i guess they do it already with war of warcraft but Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, what, what's the difference between an X-Wing and a Battlestar Galactica? Like, how do you even gauge that difference? Right. Uh, yeah, so this Wozniak uh, shoes away the IOI guys, but Artemis and Parzival, well, Artemis breaks up because she's like, listen, man, I'm I'm spending too much time with you. I need to get back on track. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want, I'm all about finding this treasure. 
So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm out. And yep. she breaks up with him. Yep. And he's like, oh, he's so sad. Mm -hmm. On one of the missions to find another key to, to unlock another gate, there is yeah. a fight that breaks out amongst the IOI agents and some of our heroes. The two Japanese guys um, are in the same area as Wade. And one of the Japanese guys turns into Ultraman. But as Ultraman, uh -huh. at some point, he freezes and basically his real live character in the real world is murdered by IOI agents storming his home. They rip him out of his virtual reality suit and they throw him out the window. Now there's a case of vengeance for our heroes to avenge the death of this character yeah especially the one the other japanese dude he's like no i don't care about i don't care about solving this quest anymore player i just want to i want to get back these guys who killed my virtual brother from another mother mm -hmm. as a gift for wade helping them or something yeah i don't know someone gives somebody the ultraman the, the, the capsule the spider-man something or the well ultraman first there's the ultraman ca capsule that was held by one of the Japanese guys. That's how he could turn yeah. into Ultraman at the time. That gives you two minutes as Ultraman, a 40-foot tall character who could basically fight a Godzilla-type character. Then later on in the game, as they progress, one of the rewards is you get to claim a mecha. So you have a whole library to choose from. At that point in the story, IOI had actually gotten there first. So they got like the best ones, yeah. like Mecha Godzilla already gets claimed and some other characters already get claimed. So what's left is Wade takes the Spider-Man, Japanese Spider-Man mecha that he uses in the Japanese television, live action television show. And that's what he uses later on in the book for the climactic conclusion. Yeah, and that is the Japanese version of Spider-Man, right. by the way. That is Spider-Man in Japan who has a weird shit going on. Mm -hmm. He's not just Spider-Man. He has a mecha. Right. Or at least at some point he did. And that's the suit they get. So we're skipping over some parts of the story. There are some other things he comes across. He has to play a perfect game of uh, Pac-Man. When he does, Pac -Man. he wins yeah. a quarter. We find out what that hap what that uh, the benefit of that later, is later. We find out that for, like at the time he's and this is like in the in a recreation of uh, of Holiday's hometown arcade mm -hmm. in the Holiday world. Yes, thing. yeah, it's like an entire uh, yeah, planet like, oh, that's just, just dedicated to looking like Holiday's hometown. It's like there's so much good you could have done. I can think of a billion things you could have done to be remembered by the be the hero of this world instead of the dick that made people jump through hoops. And what if no one solved it? Mm -hmm. What if no one solved it? Like, uh, this is an asshole who made up a thing. It's like, good lord, man. So, so the IOI they, agents, they wind up surrounding the final castle. That's where the final gate is located. And they don't know how to get in as of yet, but I think they get one guy in there and they're like trying and trying and trying. So everyone's locked out because they've got this impenetrable force field, yada, yeah, yada, yada. And, and let's, before we do that, we do need to, one thing we do need to get, cover before we go that. At one point, Wade has a crazy ass plan uh, to beat these guys. Right. right? And this is the important because thing in how they knows, circumvent the shield, yeah. Yeah, because he knows they can put up a shield to do that and he knows the only way to beat them is to rig one of their things right. against them so and the only way to do that is to get into their headquarters their mainframe. place yeah. yeah their mainframe and the only way to do that i guess is to be arrested as an indentured servant yeah so uh, he that... basically sets up a fraudulent identity that is indebted 
heavily to IOI, that he ran up a bunch yeah. of credit card bills, he never paid them off, etc. He gets arrested, they take him into custody, and he's got to work off his debt in this indentured prison. As an uh, IT guy. As an IT guy. Which he's perfect at. So right. he does a fine job, but it's like one of those pay-for-profit prison things where it's like you get like a penny on the dollar or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he's like never going to be able to work it up, but it doesn't matter. But still, right. their society sucks. Yeah. And meanwhile, all they show as far as entertainment is propaganda, but he figures out a way to like open the panel or something and he hacks into their system and he does a couple of things. Number one, he sets up the thing he'll need to defeat the wizard later. Mm -hmm. uh, and number two, he finds out that they have kill orders for the high five, or the, I guess the high four, yeah. the remaining high four. They're kill orders on all of them. Or files like, you know, we're, we know where you are, we know who you are, and we are going to kill you. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, he gets out, he releases himself somehow. Uh, I think he... He pretends he's a guard or something? How did he get out of there? Well, he set up something where he had something mailed to him. And I think it's a, it was like a, yeah, he dresses up as a janitor and winds up sneaking out after he's already hacked into their system um, and walks out, you know. Yeah. So, um, so then he warns his friends. He's like, hey, guys, listen, P.S., you all need to, uh, you know, you need to go away from where you are right now because they have kill orders. Uh, and then uh, Wozniak shows up because apparently one of his superpowers in the game is he has the, uh, you know, like an invisibility cloak-like power mm -hmm. where he turns invisible. And he's been listening to this group. He's been following them since they've been winning. And now he's like, listen, guys, I want to help you. Fuck IOI. Come to my real, my IRL uh, home my compound, my campus, I will fly you in uh, mm -hmm. and you come here and you'll be safe and I have the stuff you can use to get back in the o uh, Oasis so you can complete your mission. So they all go and H like says to Parzival, I will pick you up since you're on my way. At my, you know, I'll pass through Columbus and I'll pick you up. And they meet for the first time, and that's when he finds out a lesbian woman. That's I'm curious right. to see how they reflect it in the movie. I'm sure it's going to be awesome because it's Steven Spielberg, and he rarely uh, messes up when it comes to tech. Right. Uh, like you know, and the villain effects. is using a Mecha Godzilla at the end. Like the climactic battle is the villain is Mecha Godzilla. Wade is using his uh, Spider-Man mecha against him. It gets trashed, but then he still has the Ultraman capsule, so he turns into Ultraman and fights him down. Beats down... Uh, Ultraman versus Mecha Godzilla alone is worth the price of admission for any movie. So I'm already yeah. there just to see that. I want to see that happen. So anyway, long story short, because we're trying to wrap this up, where yeah. Wade eventually wins the, the bad guys try to destroy the world with this end of the world button and Wade has this quarter that gets him an extra life so he gets back into the system and he plays he wins let's long very long story short he finds winds up meeting the love of his life in real life yeah they get together and live ha and happily has, ever like, after. A like a big face birthmark. Yeah. But he doesn't care. It's not she a big deal. Hot. But she yeah, thinks she... it's a bigger deal than it is. 
Yeah, and what he did was they, you know, what he did was he programmed like a short circuit robot, one of the service drones. Johnny Five, that yeah. That IOI had. Uh-huh. It, was a so- it was like basically Johnny Five, and he programs Johnny Five with a bomb. Yeah. And then Johnny Five goes up to the wizard and blows his ass up. Right. That's when IOI, you, you said this, right? That's when IOI mm-hmm. like nukes the place. Right. And it's like if we are not going to get it, no one can. Mm-hmm. So they nuke everyone. And once you die in that game, you're reset. Everything you have is gone. Yep. Everything you've collected, all the money you have, if you die in the game, you're you're at zero. Mm-hmm. So all the things you've collected are gone, except Parzival has the quarter, so he doesn't die. And everyone mm-hmm. else anywhere close is gone because they nuked it. Right. They're idiots. Yeah. And then Parzival go in, goes in, he solves the last puzzle. And then James Halliday's avatar, or James Halliday himself, like, you know, a virtual representation mm-hmm. shows up and he's like, hey, listen, so you get all the money, boom, 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 that's yours. Also, you get control of Oasis. Also, hey, if you want to shut it off, there's the off switch. You're the only one that can shut it off if you want. Mm-hmm. Whatever, mm-hmm. I'm out. Right. So we don't know what Parzival is going to do. Is he going to go the, uh, the the Gates, the Bill Gates route? Is uh, Artemis going to be his Melinda? Because she's like, I want to help the world. So hopefully having all this, having the boyfriend that has all this money and power doesn't change her. And she's like, let's help the world. Yep. And here's the thing. Halliday still loses because it's like if they do good with his stuff, then they're going to be remembered for it, not Halliday. And if they do evil with his stuff, then people are going to blame Halliday. Well, I th- so I don't get what his plan was. I think he wanted it to be in the quote unquote right hands. You know, and for whatever reason, what? he was on, he was on the outs. He was on the outs with the, this old friend of his because of the they they were both interested in the same woman, and yeah, he had the guts to ask her out on a date, I guess. Um, but he, in his his twisted logic, was that if you can basically emulate who I am, then you are the person who's meant to be running this thing. That's yeah, ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous, but I think Rick as Dick. people that are fans of this thing is like, oh, okay, I could see how maybe, you know, quote unquote, I'm the chosen one because I'm a fan of war games and Back to the Future and Joust and yeah. such, you know. Give me all the money and power. Right. I am very, well, like we said, um, I, I, again, if we didn't say spoilers, everybody. <laughs> you missed spoilers. all the spoilers. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, so this is going to be turned into a movie and yeah, I'm very interested in seeing how this movie is portrayed. It's a lot to fit into two hours. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what they cut. I'm curious to see what, what do you think they'll cut Alan? Wow. There's a lot of inner conversations that they can consolidate, but are there any big set pieces that they may like, what's going to make it into the movie? I don't think you need all three levels, all three gates to be fully explored. I think they might happen off screen. You know, they're going to pick and choose, first of all, what they have the rights to do so. I think yeah. what's also most visually intriguing, you know, I guess it depends on what is the, the, the wide appeal for the, the planet Rush, where it's based completely on an album by the band Rush. Um, yeah. the, you know, I don't think we need the Wozniak party. Right. Or, well, we the, I think visually like the Wozniak party is interesting, but what does it serve in the plot? You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, they can show all the stuff that's there in other parts. I think I mean, the, the thing the that the party serves for is basically a date night for Artemis and Parzival. 
Okay, that's fair. You know, I think All that, right. and that displays like everyone showing off the goods that they've earned in the in the game. But you might trim down some of the stuff in H's basement. You might trim down some of the stuff, the details of how he goes to the the football game and then runs off of campus and stuff. I, I think it's going to be a much abbreviated version. Look, long story short, people are going to say the book is better. I'm already going to tell you that yeah. much, you know, because you can put so much more detail into a book and not have to worry about pacing. Movies, you have to yeah. worry about pacing no matter what. Yeah, it'll be interesting. though. will be a cool uh, flick. But, I mean, it should do well because it has that 80s nostalgia. And right. based on Stranger Things, people gobble that shit up. Yeah. They might try to make uh, the IOI plot a little more simple, trim down some of the details. Uh, yeah, I think the the basic plot points are are going to be intriguing for people as a whole. It's a rich universe. Mm -hmm. I mean, this universe lends itself to being like a unit, like its own universe where it's like, well, here's a story of this game. Here's other stuff going on in this world because Oasis itself has so much potential because there's no limit to what you could do in Oasis. Right. And it's, I mean, it'd just be fun to learn the rules of Oasis. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could already see the marketing for, you know, like I could see a marketing thing that heavily relies on marketing Oasis as a tool, you know, yeah. uh, by the IO and just putting the IOI company logo everywhere. And I think that's one thing that we didn't catch in the book that we'll see like IOI's logo. They'll be every, their stink will be on everything because mm -hmm. they're the thing. They're, we're, we're the guys. And the logo and IOI looks everything. like a TIE fighter. Maybe the, maybe that guy Sorrento can show up in a TIE fighter <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you could have TIE fighters as well because you could have anything. Mm hmm. Oh, they have to get that from Disney. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know what Disney's going to let. Yeah, you do. You, you can't have Marvel. So I don't even know Well, who owns the rights to Spider-Man. Japanese Spider-Man. I mean, like, that's separate from the actual Marvel continuity. So if it's just the Mecca, yeah. it might just be that random company in Tokyo that did it. I don't know. But it looks to be a good flick. It was certainly an entertaining read. If you haven't read Ready Player One, I don't know why you listened to this, but it's a great read. <laughs> and we, we skipped over a lot of yeah. fun detail yes, there's, about this There's world. a lot more to read. We didn't... We didn't completely ruin the book for you, but... About both the real world, the shitty real world, and the awesome virtual world. And that's the and, cool uh, thing. Is it's, uh, you know, similar to The Matrix, you do have the virtual and the real world. But unlike The Matrix, the real world still has more to explore. Yeah, so I think maybe at the beginning of this, we should start by saying this is really only if you've already read the book or if you have no intention of watching the movie. Right. Because otherwise, if you haven't read the book and you're planning on either reading the book or watching the movie, you should not listen to this mm -hmm. because it will spoil everything for you. Right. And this is something you don't want to be spoiled on. No, I don't think it's so. such an interesting and unique story. It's a fun, you know, it's a fun treasure hunt. It's a treasure yeah, hunt it is. is what it is. Well, you know, there was a treasure hunt in the book itself. In the Apparently, what? there were a series of typos in the book that were intentionally placed there. And... In, nice. in assembling them all based on whatever page number or whatever, there was a there was an actual scavenger hunt in it, and someone solved it, and someone won uh, like an original DeLorean that the the writer of the book delivered personally to this guy's door. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. That's awesome. All right. All right, man. It's been another fun episode here. Yeah. Uh, as usual, you can find out what I'm doing at uh, my Facebook page. You can just go to facebook.com slash Carlos 
RVRA, Carlos Rivra. And also for uh, how me, about yourself, Alan? they're the Geeks of Comedy, which is also on Facebook. Check it out. And of course, the location of this podcast, which is Orlando Orlando Podcast.net. Yeah, the Orlando side, at least. The location is Chicago. <laughs> it's a Chicago podcast with Orlando elements. All right. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. Say hi to Rahm Emanuel for me. (laughs) Will do.